I feel very lucky that I have this daily vehicle in my blog, to write about whatever and whoever is important to me each morning. Today is International Women's Day and I am going to write about a woman who has always been in my life, since the day I was born, and who is very precious to me, my older sister. Her first memory is of seeing Red when she wanted to hold and feed her new baby sister, rather than someone else, so she has always been protective and supportive of me. As children we did not play together all of the time, as she always wanted to play at schools, with her as teacher, while I preferred dressing up and floating around the garden in my imaginary world. But we were allies as children and spent a lot of time together, singing and making each other laugh. We used to play in tree houses in the roots of trees next to the river and could lose hours in our imaginations. We only had each other when in 1978 we moved from Scotland to England, where we knew nobody else. I began in the first year of high school, so it was a better time for me to change schools but my sister had to leave all her high school friends behind and begin at the start of her a level year, which must have been really tough. She found a gang of friends and the two-year age gap between us seemed larger at this stage of our lives, as she became a teenager while I was still a child. She gave me advice about blending in, telling me to say that I liked the rock band, Rainbow, rather than ABBA, who I actually listened to, but they were not cool. My big sister did her A-levels and then moved away to York University, and her independent student life seemed really grown up to me and I envied her, so I decided that I wanted to go to university too as I studied for my A-levels, so she inspired me to do well we both left home after completing our degrees and soon after, we both began to live with our fiancés. We would share birthdays and Christmases together as a family, but began to see less of each other as we started our new lives and careers. We were each other's bridesmaids and in 1993, my sister had my niece and I was excited to become an auntie, as our aunts had been very important women in our lives growing up, so I knew what a privilege this role was. Joshua followed six years later and my sister fully embraced her role as his auntie and to this day, she is one of his favorite people, someone that he is always excited to see. I think this year might have been the first in his life when, due to ill health, she was not with Joshua celebrating his birthday together. Before dad's dementia diagnosis in 2006, my sister and I had shared many conversations about our worries that he did not seem quite right, but mum had reassured us that he was just slowing down due to old age. But it was still a shock to the family when he was diagnosed with vascular dementia and we both tried to support mum as best we could as she cared for him at home, beautifully, until he died eight years later. It was when Joshua was growing up and dad was ill, that the two and a half hour drive to my parents' house, seemed to be too far, as it made it difficult to support each other on a daily basis. I have fond memories of the precious time that we all three spent together in hospital when dad was dying, it was as if nobody else existed, just us four together again. It was after dad's death in 2014, that we three women grew even closer, united by our loss. We were delighted to see mum, after eight years as a housebound carer, find her social life and a group of good friends. I could no longer rely on the fact that she would be always be at home when I spontaneously called in after a work meeting, as she filled her days with fun and volunteering. She now had freedom again to visit us and her sisters and she was always included in family celebrations. It was in 2019, that my sister and I were each other's rocks, as mum grew ill, went into hospital and finally died in May, aged just 79. My sister and I updated each other, and her sisters, after our regular hospital visit, and we compared notes and shared our worst fears. We were together, supporting each other, in the days after her shock death, organizing her funeral and then later, sorting out her house, 
and both tasks involved much reminiscing about our happy childhoods and how lucky we were to have shared the best parents. There was never any sibling rivalry between us, as our parents were careful to treat us both the same as we were growing up. Mum was so organized that she left her affairs in such good order, that organizing her funeral and estate was as simple as it could be, so she even took us into account at the end of her life and did not want to be a burden. Now that our parents are gone, we are forced to be the grown-ups and to try our best to fill mum's really big shoes. We continue to look out for each other and we communicate with each other every day. My sister and her husband have had a stressful time this last month and while I have not been there in person, I have tried to support her as best I can, and I know she would do the same for us, if things had been the other way around. I cannot wait to see her soon, we have a lunch together planned next week and we will have a lot of catching up to do and hugs to share. My big sister is one of the most important women in my life, and I feel so lucky to have had her throughout my life. Whatever the future holds for us all, we will be able to handle it, because I will have my sister by my side.